Hey there, everyone. Ian here. Before we get started, to wish everyone an early happy Tarasmus. Uh, Tarasmus is going to be on Friday this year. It is always September 9th, and uh, it is the day when all of the good adventurers get their presents from Uncle Terry and all of the bad adventurers get eaten. The day when adventurers and monsters alike set aside their grievances and just enjoy themselves. And the people who break the armistice, well, let's just say the things end poorly for them. It is also the official second anniversary of our show. So thank you, everyone, for listening for two years. We really appreciate it. And with that, let's get into the game. All right. So in our last session, we uh, got yeeted into the Tarrasque. Some of us fell into a pool of acid. That's what happened. Climbed in through the stomach. Nobody died. A few people almost died. You, you're starting to question the logic of why exactly you decided that climbing inside of a Tarrasque was a good idea. Ran away from some slimes in the stomach that were trying to eat you. And then you had to fight a macrophage that also tried to eat you. And that was about where we left off. Oxley, right as we were wrapping up for the night... You noticed a wound in the tissues of the wall, basically, and you decided to investigate it. You pushed it open, and what little bit of light that you could see made it look like you were looking into one of the lungs. Yes. And you saw a humanoid laying on the ground about 15, 20 feet in, and that's where we left off. There's Jurassic mm-hmm. My light shining in through my rapier. I turn to the gang and say, we've got a live one here. Maybe live. Are they alive? Yeah. Are I mean, alive? it's. I'm going to loot her regardless, but yes. <laughs> oh, you know. I think she might be alive. I don't know. You guys want to follow me in? Absolutely. I check for traps. And when yeah. I mean my sector check, yeah. I'm going to do a medicine check. About to say. Knowledge uh, nature or something like that. Because obviously. Can we do nature checks? Is like to, to make sure check. that the area is safe to enter. And then shout, are you okay? And tap nope. them on the shoulder forcefully. Yes, yes, I know. Could be could be undead. <laughs> okay, and that is one thing is I just, um, I can, uh, I generally apparently sense if something's really super evil. That takes an action to turn on, but yes, you can do that. Yeah, I mean, do y'all want me to check for evil? I can do this. Well, I mean, Tarasks are considered neutral because they're beasts. I'm not sure exactly right, how they're just hungry. They're just trying to eat. They're unaligned. Peek your okay. head through and see if it's evil, and then I'll go check and see if it's okay. Uh, I think the cleric's just gonna walk past both of you, and it's like, no, I'm rendering aid. I'm chilling where we're at, just in case something comes that up. That seems inside. right. Okay, so you're gonna do medicine. I was gonna do a nature check, if that's alright. I just rolled nature to see if there's any, like, biological traps, such as macrophages or, uh, you know, some sort of lymphocyte or something like that. that okay. wants to you rolled this. really well, so yeah. I don't know. Alright, so... I will qualify this with your rapier doesn't shed a whole lot of light in here. This is a very large cavity. It's about 80 feet by 45 feet. So you can't actually see the far ends of it. But from your immediate field of illumination, there's nothing that you can make out. You're listening and it doesn't sound like there are any critters or slimy things moving around in the darkness in the light that it sheds yeah because it sheds i think 15 feet bright and then 15 feet dim so 
Yeah, That's about so all you I was looking at. Yeah, the body that you can see is just past the bright light. It's in the dim light radius on the outside. But yes, from what you can see with the sphere of light that you have, there's nothing untoward or hazardous readily apparent. Looks good, guys. Might kill us still. I'll back a little closer to the opening, but I am still keeping my eye closely on where where we came from versus the inside of the lung, possibly, cavity. As my honor as a thief, I promise that I have not seen anything in the nearest feet that I've stepped in. I'm going to pull a rock out of my pocket and cast light <laughs> on it. <laughs> okay. So I want to clarify. We, okay, we did not get to short rest. We did not short rest. No. no. Okay. Bangarang used prayer of healing to mm-hmm. heal you guys up, but you did not get enough time to have a short rest before the macrophage showed up and tried to eat you. Right. True. And now we've found a body, so. Mm-hmm. It's an adventure. Hey, I'm going to go in and back you up. Woo! All right, Bangarang, how are you doing health-wise? Uh, I'm a, a little over half. Okay. Well, What's while you're that? healing them, how about I heal you? <laughs> Let's see if they're a live body or a dead body first. Okay, fair enough. Why don't I heal you anyway? We'll do a little dancing lights to light up a bit more of the room, Ian. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'll concentrate on that. My expeditious is burned out at this point. Yeah. With the casting of dancing lights, I am pretty much re-enamored at this point and watching more lights. Um, (laughs) Moving it along the ground, I'm trying to move it towards the person. Right. I mean, you have a 120-foot range on it. So as long as each light is within 20 feet of one another, you can string them through here like string lights. Okay. Yeah. Illuminate everything. Okay. I got a rock. <laughs> we turn on all the flashlights this time. We're prepared. What do they call it? The fairy lights ones. where the people have like the LED lights and they like string them over like their balconies and whatnot. Yeah. Summon chill lights. That's yeah. What I got. Yep. We got some mood right. going. We like it. All right. I enter in basically kind of halfway between. At this point, I'm just going to enter in the lung. My rapier so, out. Got a loot and lights. So we're basically just gonna say you're able to illuminate basically oh. the entirety of the organ. Okay. I don't know that we're in there. Like what we're seeing is the place we were, plus the hand-drawn oh. uh, tunnels. That would be why you can't see anything because I didn't pull you guys to the new map. Okay. That's no problem. <laughs> I, I had a feeling that was. Yeah, let's copy paste that, that over. There oh. we go. Ah, now, now that is a visual. There we go. All right. There, there you go. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. Oh yeah, that does look like a lung or right, something. So, yeah. So this enormous organ is roughly 80 feet by 45 with a 15 foot high ceiling. Healthy looking veins and arteries cover the walls, floors, and ceiling like webbing. With Mm -hmm. each of the Tarasque's inhalation, air pours into the room, then seconds later it breathes out, dispelling the air. Man, if I was a vampire, I would be in a buffet right now. (laughs) Absolutely. So there are two exits. First, at one of the shorter walls, leads into the circulatory system. Mm -hmm. The second along the long wall leads into a red chamber that pounds like a war drum, likely the beast's heart. Would you mark that on the map? Just kind of like draw a little dash or something? So the first one is where you guys are at. Right, okay. Right here. Sure. That's where you guys are coming in. And the second one is over here. At number four. Yes. Okay. Okay. Is that the person right here? And this is the person right here. Okay. Step in there. So. And now that everything is fully illuminated, I would like everyone to please make a perception check. Rolling perception, we're rolling perception. <coughs> okay. 
I don't see shit. <laughs> I'm like, you're focused on your lights. Uh, yeah. This is a fast lung. Look how it, how the dancing lights just glow amongst the walls. Boots, 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 raving time. Boots, oh my. Boots, 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 or maybe, or maybe it's like when you're trying to listen to a conversation and look like you're listening. So you're like, I am nodding at what they're saying. I am making eye contact. I'm cocking my head to the side and occasionally acting alive. Oh, what did they say actually? You know. Wait, I'm not the only one that does that? <laughs> yeah. I do it all the time. All right, so Vaka and Micah, mm -hmm. you see something a little bit odd about here and over in this general area. Hmm. The tissue seems to be moving independently of the normal movement of the lung as if something might be crawling around under the surface. Whatever it is does not seem to be coming towards you yet, but there does appear to be something crawling around under the surface of the skin up that way. There's something on the wing. Um, mm. You said there was external light coming in from here, you said? No. No? Okay. The circles are roughly where the dancing lights, that's are. the bright light from the dancing lights where that's okay. illuminating. And now this whole southern half is basically lit up like a Christmas tree between right. Vaca's horn and Oxley's rapier and the dancing lights. Yeah, so welcome to the southern half of the lungs where everything's a bit brighter. <laughs> Oxley, could you move your dancing lights a little further in? I think I see something in the back. Certainly. I move well, my... I mean, further in. The one over here is uh -huh. in the radius of this dancing light. Oh, okay. And then the one up here is just outside of the bright light of the northernmost one. Okay. So yeah, they are illuminated, and that is what allowed you to actually be able to see it. Ah. Um, with that high of a perception check. So it's a subtle, it's a subtle movement. I'm, yes. I'm gonna look at Lady Vaca. It's sort of down, right? It's, it's what? The sword's down from your, when you did your detect object. Yes, your locate object spell has yes, fired this at this is point. the Right, so we're going in the opposite direction. Micah is not really highly intelligent, but he is confused why we are moving opposite direction of because, where the sword should because be. Because of the... Because of the cleric The body, has right. Been. And that's why, <laughs> yeah, again, Micah is a little perplexed saying sword down, right? It is, but we're wondering what this body is. Is this a corpse or is it... Is it Susan? Well, it is someone who is unconscious. And as you check them, there is a pulse. They are breathing, but they are unconscious. Do they have a name tag that says Susan? <laughs> or B. Anthony. <laughs> Aunt B? <laughs> so yes, they are alive, but unconscious. And they are in rough shape. They look like they got smacked around a bit. And from your experience, you could say that they got smacked around and then they stabilized. Cool. I think I'm going to pull out one of my healing potions and administer first aid to this body. All right. Go ahead and uh, roll the healing on that. 2d4 plus 2. 2d4. That should be 9. Nice. Very nice. Would looking at the body and determining what kind of injuries, whether it was like beat up by a bunch of blunt fleshy things or sharp pokey things, be an intelligence or a wisdom roll? Do I pour in the health potion and it just kind of spurts out like this is a cartoon? 
recursive. It's it's one of those things where you sort of, you know, you pinch the lips around the neck of the bottle and you massage the throat to get it to go down. I was fighting with the dog to take its meds. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes, that's the general gist of how this is working. And as you do that, it takes a minute, but by the time the flask is empty, you know, you put the stopper in it, put it back in your pocket. By the time uh, he sort of... (laughs) It starts sitting up and... Uh, rolls over to one side and coughs up this nasty, like, translucent white gunk. Would I recognize it from my time in the microphage? Um, it, <laughs> it is similar, but not the same. Okay, cool. I will help them come back to life. <laughs> Do you have a description and, of the individual? Um, yes, this particular individual is a drow. They are a dark elf, male, about 5'10" shoulder length white hair tied back into a ponytail studded leather armor they have a couple of short swords nearby it looks like they're the weapons that they were using uh whenever they were knocked unconscious okay did you know you're in the body of a tarasque what did it swallow you too <coughs> we voluntarily entered oh and here i thought i was yeah uh, never mind um <clears throat> yeah uh yeah we uh we were uh, hired to. Mm, sorry, that. Uh, oof. Everything kind of burns at the moment. Um, <clears throat> you mentioned something about being hired. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, we were. Uh, the group that I've traveled with, we were hired by this little gnome lady to guard her while she researched some ruins or something. Um, there's a. There's a bunch of like nomads that had moved in to one of the locations she wanted to research and they were really unhappy about her being there so she wanted to hire some muscle to sort of run them off knew it i knew she was evil (laughs) i don't know about that i mean she she definitely got her money's worth if nothing else but um it's uh kind of a blur i mean we were in the cave and then suddenly we were it was dark and slimy and we were going up and then down and then everything burned and it was, yeah, it was rough. I'm not entirely sure where everyone else has gotten to. Uh, I was, I was looking, looking around and I mean, the anatomy on the inside of this thing doesn't make a lick of sense. Any, any, any points up this way is like, I mean, look up there. It's, it's literally an open passage into the bloodstream. I mean, that doesn't make sense. How is it not dead? How is it not bled out from that? You know, was, why is the lung not full of blood? I don't I don't get it. Funny thing, magic. That's a lot of weird <laughs> things. You know, wizards are crazy, too. Yeah, I've noticed. Uh, were you hired by a woman named Maureen? Yeah, that'd be her. She put us in here, too. Oh, well, here's uh, here's my little bit of uh, business advice. Uh, next time, get your money up front. It was kind of a really abrupt situation. Oh, I don't doubt it. It's a rush oh. job, but don't worry. We're yeah. charging her extra for this. <laughs> oh, good. Is She sure as hell didn't pay us enough for this. She actually sent us in here for Susan and a sword. Yeah, Susan's the boss. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen her. We got split up coming out of the stomach. Uh, there was some big slimy things that sort of popped out of the walls and split us up and she ended up taking off further down the guts and I hit it up because I was on the other side and I mean 
I'm surprised that the hole I made to get out of the gut over that way is still here. I'm surprised that uh, Tarask hasn't healed that one up yet. I don't know why, but... Eh. Are your swords enchanted with anything? A little bit. I mean, you can't it's really take... It's the massive hole we dealt it. The whole fact of a big giant tower stabbing it through the gut. That knit itself well, back together. Insight and, check. And I, would, I would also point out, Eric, that that was the other side. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, yeah that was the other lung. Inside in the sky. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I did. Oh, 15. Uh, mm-hmm. He seems to be forthright. He seems like he is in enough pain that trying to come up with anything other than the truth is a bit beyond his faculties at the moment. Okay. I want to double check where those moving things were. Have they moved towards us at all or made any kind of threatening or advancing moves? Make another perception check. Okay. Uh, what exactly is enchanted on your sword? I mean, I got... And he holds up his short sword and is like, well, I mean, I got a little bit of uh, enchantment on this one to like, sort of holds wounds open, you know, keeps them bleeding. It, then that's... It's, yeah, but, you know, I didn't think that something as big and magical as a Tarasque would be able to manage that. I mean, it doesn't always work. It's it's not a particularly strong enchantment. Yeah, but everything has to adhere to rules at some point. Uh, maybe. Not necessarily. It'd be nice if something held to the rules for a change. Like, the Tarasque is breaking enough rules. Like, I, Bangarang will absolutely just take it at face value that uh, it didn't think to guard itself against wound closure enchantments. <laughs> they just left that off the list. Oh, yeah. You just don't think about it. Yeah, that's right. Just don't right, well, up. All right, well, I appreciate you uh, patching me up a little bit. Is there any chance you found any sort of way out? I'm assuming that we're going to have to move south if you uh, catch my meaning. Yep, both for the sword did probably for an exit. Unless yeah, that's that's where the... That's the way the boss went, and that's the way that all the rest of them went. Last I saw them, they were going south. So, is that south? I mean, I'm kind of... North-south is kind of arbitrary at this point, but it help, it's helping me, you know, towards the mouth is north. Yeah, the other way is south. That's just sort of how I'm orienting at the moment. Okay. Um, Micah checked on some moving bits. Yes. Micah, you noticed that the one that was here... You guys keep looking at the one that was here is now about here. Okay, we should leave. And the one that was here, you can't see anymore. We should leave. Yeah, I, I start take, tapping on shoulders and kind of pointing. I take a sip of my coffee, my ever full coffee. Seriously, what are you guys looking at? Because I, I felt my perception check, so I don't really care. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. something. All we right. got some movement, and it's, it's not down south movement, it's this movement. Well, come on, person, we definitely asked the name of. <laughs> Actually, no. Uh, what, what would you What would you like us to call you? <laughs> uh, my name's Ferrum. Okay, Ferrum. Let's go back through the hole. Yeah. All right. Oh. And he works his way up onto his feet. Yep. He's a, he's a little shaky, but he's able to manage. Yep. The Kenku isn't much help, but what help a Kenku can be for a creature that is like two feet taller than it. I give well, him a sip of uh, some of the coffee. It's a uh, Palmshin brew. Palmshin dark. <laughs> Just realized every time you say his name, you have to say it exactly like he did. Because <laughs> that's the only person you've heard say his name. Yes. So as Ferum is, is getting up, I also grab the, the empty flask that Bangarang used, and I pick it up and I look at the party and I point at it. Business expense. And I put it in my packs. Well, okay. I thought Bangarang had already put it away, but 
Did she put it away? I thought she just, yeah. Uh. I did sort of decide that for you. I apologize, but. No worries. I mean, we, we want to keep the clean campsite, right? Don't let her inside the Tarrasque. Yep. All right. So he's going to uh, come down and crawl through. Mm-hmm. Keeping a wary eye on where the movement was, I will follow out. Exit as well. Me too. And drag the lights along with us. Yeah. And at some okay. point, by the way, since it's a cantrip, I would have just recast it just to let you know. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. So we are going to go back to where we were. Are you uh, headed further on down? That would uh, be my inclination. Same. Okay. I would like to heal Bangarang before we go any further, if that's all right with Bangarang. Bangarang, can I heal you? I, I mean, sure, I guess. All right. Uh, should yeah. we take a rest? Or do you think I, we should not rest here? I don't know if we will actually be allowed to. Hmm. And what, if, did you ask that question out loud? Yes. Well, Ferrum is going to say, uh, it's not safe to do it right here. I mean, this is where we got jumped. So, and those things, they just sort of pop out of the walls just whenever. So, I mean. All right. So you get back 11. Woo. Huzzah. Mm-hmm. That was a good, I was happy about that roll. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm glad that the cleric keeps taking all of the damage. <laughs> As it should be. Yep. All right. So we heading further on down this way? Yeah, since the drow says it's not safe here, let's push on. Okay. I speak into each person's mind, except for the drow. And I know it's one at a time, but I was like, let the drow go first. And the drow go first under their own power i mean he's sort of staggering along but yeah he seems to be doing decently well enough yes we have a literal corpse now good let him (laughs) let him get all of the traps if it will assist him to go at the same speed as the rest of the party bengrang is going to assist them thus defeating the drow taking all the traps (laughs) okay never said my character was good oh yeah no like bengrang hears it and then goes I'm a cleric of life. I'm not <laughs> making that choice. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> that is not how I was raised. Yeah, and he would definitely appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I am following cautiously along. I am still not entirely comfortable with the whole telepathy thing. It happens. I'm used to it at this point because, you know, I've been with this party before, but I'm still kind of kind of looking around and there's lights. So I'm fairly entertained and satisfied with all the pretty lights that keep moving around me. I'm, yay. <laughs> All right, so Ferrum gets down to this general location. He's looking around, and I'm I'm not sure which way we should be going. Look back at the Minotaur. (laughs) Yes. I don't know. Has it been ten minutes? Do we think? It it took ten minutes for Bangarang to cast Prayer of Healing. Okay, yeah, so so I have a general sense of it. I mean, I can cast it again. And would I need to make the same religion check? Yeah, um, it, okay. it's gonna be it's gonna be an easier DC because you've already connected to it once. But mm-hmm. okay, well, all right, folks, let's do it. I'm gonna try to cast locate object. I don't know if you have any inspire dice down, but I'm gonna try and roll religion right now. You still have a D8 from previous. You do. Oh, yeah, you do I still, do. And you are I already do. inspired. Sweet. I meant well. There was something else he did, but let's do this. Okay, religion. You know, I feel pretty knowledgeable already, but you know what? It's not going to last much longer. So yeah, I'm just going to roll the eight too, because why not? Why not really do it? Maybe it's like, it's calling from inside the house. (laughs) Um, 
Oh, oh you really know your religion. Damn. Sorry, I'm sorry. You know exactly where that is. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty decent roll there. You're getting a fairly solid ping mm-hmm. from Such a pain. way down this sort of general direction. Oh, wow. Way okay. down the other in the Chattahoochee? <laughs> that's, yeah, okay. Where's your god telling us to go? My god is telling us to go down. Way down. <laughs> Downtown. Do, 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 Insert 311 do, song. Do. <laughs> In fact, I just had a religious epiphany about it. We're going way down. Oh my. Yes. Okay, so left or right. Thank you for your inspiration, Sir Oxley. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over you. Uh, oh, it's fine. Hannah. I was doing a perception check for Pharaoh. If anyone else would like to make a perception check as you get up to the intersection here. Yeah, that's probably uh, a good wisdom. Bad idea. All right. Oh, no. This time I'm like, what? Oh, awesome. Dude, I love these lights. These lights are freaking amazing. Oh, wait. <laughs> Where are we? I don't see lights. At the, oh, did I not move you guys again? No, I moved you guys. You moved us. You didn't move the lights, so. Yeah. Oxley is keeping his dancing it's, lights. It's just flooding. It's just flooding. The, yeah, the we just assume that you can see where as far as you can see. I'm loving these rolls where we completely all flip flopped our per- perceptions. <laughs> I know, right? It's kind of great. Well, one thing that you are noticing for Oxley and for Bangarang is that heading off this way, mm-hmm. you're blood? seeing blood splatters. Giraffe hmm. blood or other blood? Make a nature check or a medicine check. I'm going to go with medicine. Medicine nice. 25? Yeah, that's not Tarask blood. Mm. You saw enough of that getting in here. That's not Tarask blood. Uh, someone might need help to the left. You want to go oh, check yeah, it out? Yeah, left. Yeah. Yes. Uh, sure. Because, right. I mean, the way down may be a convoluted down. Yeah, there. I mean, everything, I mean, guts sort of bounce around back and forth, up and down. We're not entirely sure where everything's going to end up going, so. Mm-hmm. It's all relative. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> tubes! It is a series of tubes. <laughs> you, you are correct in that. <laughs> all right. Oh, that's pretty. So, as you walk down the tube, what we have here... So you got a chamber that's roughly 50 feet deep and 20 feet wide, and this rancid, foul-smelling goop is just sort of oozing up from the floor. It looks very, very spongy. Oh, can I kick it and give the Tarasque diabetes? I'm going to give it the beatus. Is this the spleen? No, this is not the spleen. spleen. It might be the gallbladder. Oh, the pancreas. Well, if you want to try and figure it out, you need to make a medicine or a nature check. I'll try nature. My character wouldn't be smart enough to try to make that check. (laughs) I look very bad. I'll give it a go. I'm looking for whatever left that blood trail. Yeah, I mean, I want to see if I see blood trail, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just because I've got a negative one to it. Oh, yeah, that's... (laughs) (laughs) We're like, we don't know what this is. It's squishy. (laughs) It's kind of pretty. It looks like almost like grape clusters and stuff. The blood heads up that way. Mm -hmm. And as you look over there... Oh. There is a dwarf sitting over there. He is wearing armor. It looks fairly heavy. And uh, looks like some sort of religious getup over top of it. Uh, Bangarang, you would 
you would recognize another cleric if you saw one. And it looks like he has managed to get his way up onto this more fibrous growth uh, that seems to be weaving its way through this organ. And he looks like he's missing an arm. Oh my goodness. I'm going to see this dwarf and become rather excited and just because of the rules and, and purpose of my order, I'm going to want to rush to the dwarf to ask if he needs aid. Ask him if he needs a hand. Yeah. In fact, because again, relatively low intelligence and such was accepted, I'm going to run up to him and ask him directly, you need a hand? Okay. Can he make so, it over there? So as you cross the spongy parts, this sort of pus-like yellow goop oozes out of the pinker flesh and for every five feet you travel across that uh, you take one point of acid damage. Okay. So that's three points of acid damage to get to here. Uh, Nothing on the blue but to get the rest of the way to him would be another one, two, three. Okay. So six total. total. Okay. Anybody want me to just bring him over here? We probably should ask him first. Well, I've already kind of covered that yeah, distance just uh, out of pure reflex of training. Yeah, I've been ask our new friends, like, is that one of your friends? Yeah, it looks like Begrir. He's our healer. Hey, Begrir, you alright over there? I'm missing an arm. Of course I'm not bloody alright. Yeah, that's him. Oh, oh. So, uh, Micah, you, uh, you headed over to him? Yes. 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 And what did you, uh, I literally asked if he needed a hand because I was told to do such. And then I'm next as I'm going to ask is who harmed him and where they are at. Oh, you're funny. You're funny. I like that. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a beastie in here that, uh, that sort of, uh, well, I gave him what for and ran him off, but, uh, he, he took a little souvenir with him. I'm doing a chicken dance real quick. Ritual spell, ritual spell while they're having this little interplay. I'm going to ask him which direction he ran it off, and then I will go ahead and make a perception check to see if I can see it. Uh, or he, any. And he points over. You see now that there is a narrow opening here that appears to continue into a cavity on the other side. Uh, you can't see into the cavity from where you're at, but that is, generally speaking, the direction that he's pointing off into. Okay, and I went ahead and rolled the perception. Chicken dance, chicken right. dance, chicken dance. Wait, how does Bang Ring um, feel about the chicken dance? I'm, I'm just. I, I'm a pro. I don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, not all birds are alike. Oh. You said all birds look the same? No, I wasn't. <laughs> that took that a horrible direction. Heinous creatures. If you're curious, I'm casting floating disc. Okay. The original. Yeah. Move so, that. what is that, 10 minutes? Are all the rituals 10 minutes? Yes, yeah. Yeah. 10, ten okay. minutes plus the casting time. That's why I'm casting now, so that we can just have them hop on instead of taking damage. Okay. Yep. Well, um, you know, I've done my locate object, oh. and uh, that will only last 10 minutes, but I have a general direction. Yeah. So, uh, I'm probably not going to cast it again. But Micah, he points off towards the cavity mm-hmm. to the north of where you're mm-hmm. at. I rolled a 12 on perception, so... Yeah, you don't see anything especially off that way. Gonna go ahead and ask the dwarf if he wants to join us. I will offer to carry him across if I need to. All right, um, if and you think you can. No, have you said dwarf? Shouldn't be too heavy. What? Dance, dance, revolution, dance, dance, revolution. Um, yeah, if the disc isn't up yet, then I'm just gonna have the dwarf hop on my back and run him back to the party without... I don't know said chicken dance is going on. 
Right. Dance, I'm, clo I'm casting floating disc. Dance, dance. <laughs> well, you said that you wanted to pick him up, so I'm going to need an athletics check Okay. to get him up. Just hold him over your head and run screaming back to us. <laughs> uh, 13 isn't quite going to be enough because, I mean, he's a fairly stout dwarf in heavy armor. Okay, so, so I can't so, like, just fire my carry him? Okay. There's a bit more there than you're able at this point to pick up. Okay. Um, you try and... Can't and quite get under him. And he starts cussing at you because he hit his bloody stump. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ock me stump. Alright, I'm gonna make a perception check for him. What's his plus five? Yeah, he's not seeing anything at the moment either. So you're gonna are you now waiting now that Oxley has shouted out? Yeah, that, since he uh, he shouted I, I will go ahead. I'll expand. I'm like, wait, 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 we got something coming. Alright. Casting casting. <laughs> Isn't Tensor's floating disc just you make a stationary disc? It can't be moved. No, it, no you can you cast can... it 30 feet away and it will follow you. Hmm. And I'm assuming the dwarf is not 500 pounds. The dwarf is not 500 pounds. You Go. Are... He's okay. Wait, question. How much is the dwarf? Um, I mean, it's, it's not that you are physically incapable of lifting him. Right. I am just worried about the weight of us both on this disc. Um, I mean, he's probably somewhere in the 200, 210 range, but he's also wearing, you know, 60 pounds of armor. We'll be pushing it, but we should be okay. All right. I mean, like a dwarf in armor versus an unarmed dwarf, that's just a dwarf and a half. Right. A spell called, is it called Tensor's Floating Disc, or does it have a new name now? It's Tensor's Floating Disc, but I think, like, SRD calls it Floating Disc. Yeah, because Tensor is... It's a uh, name. Yeah, it's IP. Um, so... Okay. The artist yeah. previously known as Tensor's Floating Disc. So my concern is it's 30 feet away. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, the, the room itself is about 50 feet. So they would still have to get to it. Or you would have to go in there with it. I mean, well, I'm well. happy to lay on hands any acid damage you take, Huxley. All right. It's well, not I'll a problem. When I'm done casting it, whenever uh, the DM says, I'll step in there and, and pop it up. Well, as you're in the process of casting this, something crawls out, and it oh. is large oh, no. and in charge. It's a Leopardon, Charlie. Oh, it's got oh, that feet. I love Jesus, it. It charge. is large. All right. What? Technically, it is huge. <laughs> the best oh, is that I looked away from the screen. My God, it's the largest tapeworm I've ever seen. It is the largest tapeworm you've ever seen. And I need everybody to roll initiative. Oh, yeah. Good times. And great oldies. All right, let's see what we got here. Initiative. Oh, my. That's all right. Oh, great. Look at that initiative. I never give that good initiative. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is a rare. A rarity. Yeah, rare Lady Vaga, that tapeworm called you bad names. It's time <laughs> That's to, right. time it to said, wreck it. Hey, cow lady, come get some. <laughs> you mess with the bull, you get the horns. That's right. <laughs> I love the cow puns. I'm too slow to make any right now, but well done. You know, if I had known, I would totally, as a bard, have gotten a cowbell play. That would have been awesome. I need hey, more cowbell. I was going to say, we could have, could really have used some more cowbell. Oh, look at that. Ferrum is Jesus. all about this. Oh, that's Ferrum's email. I was like afraid. Email. Jesus. Yeah, tape <laughs> he knows what's up. Woo. Okay. We're all very distracted by Oxley. I'm just like, what are you? 
I'm nearly done. Yeah, yeah, there's you... a general theme of you don't get to do the thing that took a while in this game. Mm-hmm. Generally, yeah. I'm well, I, that I let you finish casting Prayer of Healing before I jumped you. <laughs> All right. And then for the big dude, we've got flat roll a 10. Okay. That's, and that's Begreer has a 10? No, the beastie oh, has a the 10. The tapeworm has a 10. Yes. Okay. The dire tapeworm. I mean, well, ten, I never want to hear you put together ever again, Ian. Uh, and you're upset with I'm new boss flies and you're coming with dire tapeworm? Really, dude? <laughs> really? And it's just screaming, please! Okay, <laughs> so starting off, we've got Ferrum. Uh, Ferrum is going to come tuck right up into here. Gonna take one point of acid damage for stepping inside the room. Realize that's probably not a great idea to close the gap and uh, is going to pull out his light crossbow and take a pot shot. And is not going to connect with a 12. How does he miss something that big? Well, it's not that it's something that big, it's that it is chitinous. So it skips off. Okay. All right, and so that brings us to Vaka. All right, I realize I'm gonna take acid damage, but I am up close and personal with things. That is just how I am. So I will mention that all of the green areas are oh. actually puddled liquid. You don't know how deep that is. So Oh, okay. So don't step in that. I okay. mean, so step in that at your own risk is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. And okay. stepping on a space with the pink squishy flesh is going to deal one point of acid damage. Stepping on the blue fibrous portions mm-hmm. will not deal acid damage. Okay. So if I go in, nothing here, but then one, two, three, four. Oh no, wait, these are okay. I never mind. Let's try that again. Okay. One point, that's maybe okay. Two here. if you're coming through, one, two. Uh-huh. And then this one will be fine, this one will be fine, mm-hmm. this one would be fine. And then this one over here is and then three. That'll this be one would be point. three, yes. Okay, so that's what I thought. Okay, so we're gonna come over and attack it with my battle axe. So here we go. Battle axe one, miss. Battle axe t- battle, oh no. A battle axe two will hit. And that's what with, I was gonna say. With battle a 25, t- yes. Yeah, battle, battle axe two will hit and then 13. I guess that's not bad. And then I am gonna go ahead since I, oh, you know what? I'm gonna attack it with my horn too because it says immediately after you, I, I would assume I'd have to dash to get to him. Or would I not? I guess I could. Or should I have said that first? What's your movement? 30? Mm-hmm. So I was over here. And so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So 35. So from oh, here, from here. I would have to dash. I would have to dash. Be to be able to. 5, yeah. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Would put you right about here. Oh, so maybe I wouldn't have been able to tag him at all then, I guess. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Unless you have like a charge ability that lets you get extra movement to reach him. Hmm. I have something called Gore Rush. Immediately after you use the dash action on your turn and move at least 20 feet, you can make one melee attack with your horns as a bonus action. Well, then you could close the gap uh-huh. using dash and then bonus action attack him with your horns. Okay, so I would have only got one attack. Yeah, you would have only got okay. no bonus action attack with your horns. Okay. Well, 
In that case, I should do that. That won't be as good, but here we go. Wait, two uh, still hits. Yeah, but I mean, it won't do as much damage. Four. All right, fine. All right. I did four. I'm in, I'm, I did four and I'm in, in its face. All right. Next. Place yourself in its face. Okay, I will do that. Uh, it's all up in there. Wait, what do you use? Is it option if you want to? Yeah, I'm right there. Okay, that's fine. All right, next is going to be Oxley. Is my spell popped yet? Let's see here. Um, give me a d10 roll and hope that you roll low. Okay. Okay, so it's going to take five rounds, including this round, to finish the ritual. Okay, so I'm just going to stop the ritual and just cast it for this round. I'm going to walk okay. in there. I guess I need to be here, cast it, and then hop on, guys. And then Where are you casting it at? Uh, let's see. It's right here. Okay, perfect. Actually, I can cast it right on top of the guys. Okay. Yeah, I just you right. guys just have it right underneath you. And then as soon as it's underneath them, I start walking back out so that it follows me. All right. I know I would take damage, you know, for both because I went through two times and then I went through again. But I'm stepping so that it basically moves them on my turn as far enough away. That would be... Well, you, you've you used your movement to get in 20 feet, right? Mm-hmm. Which yeah, means you would have uh, had 10 feet of movement left. Because you use your action to cast the spell, so you can't dash. Okay, good point. Yeah, so I'd have just gotten out, so it just moved it feet. So you you here. cast it from here, right? Yeah, that's 15 feet, and then I have another 15 feet to get back out. Okay, so then all these guys are moving 10. About right here. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Um, as they are moving, the tapeworm is going to make an attack of opportunity against Micah. Actually, I'm going to do a high-low roll. High, it attacks Micah. Low, it attacks Big Rear. Okay. And what is its reach? 15 feet? Yes. Okay. Uh, low, it's reach. going to attack Big Rear. So, I think a 17 is probably going to hit him. Is he wearing plate? Yeah, if he's wearing plate. He's not wearing plate. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I thought he was. I, my, my. Just uh, the armor? Uh, he is... Oh, he has an AC of 18, so that misses... Nice. Oh, good. Oh, love for the tapeworm. Yeah. So it barely misses him, and it clacks the very edge of Tensor's floating disc, so it sort of wobbles for a minute. You know, like whenever you rock a rowboat back and okay. forth. A gentle caress. Yes, because I don't want my boat to be a rock. It's not so gentle, but Begri is sitting down, and Micah's a monk, so I'm not going to make him roll <laughs> Acrobatics checks. It's like that scene in the Karate Kid where he's training on the boat. <laughs> All right. So that's Oxley's turn, and that means that now it is the tapeworm. the tapeworm's turn. And so the the tapeworm's target-rich environment has been greatly diminished. Hit me. And so now it's going to go after the one target it's got. Yeah, that makes sense. So first, it is going to try and bite you. Okay. Nineteen versus AC. 20 is my AC. All right, so the the bite misses. Mm-hmm. How do you deflect it as it tries to come in and latch on with its... I have got my axe back in just one hand and I'm shielding. All right. Mm-hmm. So you, you just... remember I didn't... Yeah, I didn't get to attack with a battle axe, so I would still have my shield. I just gored it with my horns earlier. Okay. Next, it's going to try and lash out with its tail. Oh, no. Uh, 25 versus AC. I think that's going to hit. 
Oh yeah, I'm like cool with a shield and it bops me in the oh, butt. I'm as, like, a ah! it's a as a reaction, I cast silvery barbs, forcing him to reroll. Oh, Ooh, nice. And Twenty-eight versus oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, but you it's do get like... a, you do get advantage on your next roll. So whatever it is, attack, right. saving throw. Oh really? Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you so much. All right. So you take Ow. twenty-two points of bludgeoning damage. Ooh. Oh my. Really glad for that prayer that Bangarang did earlier. And then la- for its last thing on its multi. On my last trick. On its multi attack, it's going to attempt to constrict you. Oh no. And on a 12, it does not succeed. Yay. It doesn't get a hug. It just wants some love. So it tries to hug Vaka, and Vaka is not up for hugs. I'm just like, no Vaka. hugs, no cuddles, no. Bubble. Va- Bubble. Vaka's all about enthusiastic consent in here. No, uh, there is none. I got a bad ribbon and everything. It's just no hugs. <laughs> all right. As it attempted to do that, it's going to sort of slide around in this general direction. There's more targets. Yeah, it caught the whiff of blood. And so it's interested in finishing that one off. Mm. All right. Next up is going to be Bangarang. Bangarang, not liking any of this, is going to reach into the bag of tricks and throw out a fuzzy object about there. Okay. Is it a kitten or dice? Hmm? There's something about right there? Okay. Yeah. So roll me a d8 and tell me what you get. Yeah, let's find out. Uh, I just rolled an eight, so I got a brown bear. Oh my. A brown bear, okay. A brown bear. So let's see... It's really great. Brown bear, what do you see? I see a big ass tapeworm. Tapeworm. Trying to eat me. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Is it a hairy bear? Uh, Is it a scary bear? I'm really just glad it was not a rat. Surprise bear. A bear there was, a bear, a bear, black and brown and covered in hair. Okay, there is your action to withdraw and throw a thing from that. Um, if Do you happen to have bear stats? Uh, I just pulled it up on D&D Beyond. Okay. So if you could, real quick, just roll initiative for the bear for me. I'm pretty sure it just goes on my turn. Okay, that'll work. You can use fuzzy object, 20 feet. Creature is friendly to you and your companions, and it acts on your turn. You can use a bonus action to command how the creature moves and what action it takes on its turn. Okay. I don't know if it has summoning sickness and needs to wait around. I'm not going to say that it does. Okay. Cool. Insta bear, just add water. Yep. Or don't. This like is sea monkeys. a terrible place. <laughs> um, please take care of the giant worm. Okay. It 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 a mean thing. Eh. All right. So it'll run in and attack. It does have multi attack. One with its bite and one with its claws. So I'm gonna ask you to keep track of its hit points. Mm-hmm. So it takes one point of acid damage for stepping on the spongy stuff. Mm-hmm. And then go ahead and roll your multi attacks. Yeah, bite off its face. Have a face? I don't know if it can do that specifically, but let's... All right, multi-attack. Eight plus six. Fourteen's not enough. Cool. And now we'll try with the claws. Nineteen plus six? Nineteen plus six will do it. Twenty-five will do it. That is wonderful. So 2d6 plus four slashing damage. 8 plus 4 is 12. 12, okay. 12 slashing damage. That was definitely a thing. Yep. By the way, one other thing is that big tapeworm, because he is hostile, 
takes four points of forceful personality damage. Unless it's immune to psychic damage. No. I, I don't Okay. I don't think anyone would ever think to give a tapeworm resistance to psychic damage. Alright. Is that gonna be your turn? Yep. Nope, that's all I can think of to do. Use my action and my bonus action. Awesome. Alright. Well Begrear is completely tapped on spells. Excellent. Uh, so he is going to attempt to sacred flame. The cleric standby. Let's see here. The sacred flame is a dex save, so that's a flat roll. And it fails. Nice. With a six. Yeah. So 2d8 radiant damage. <laughs> a whole four points of radiant damage. And and he just sort of hunkers behind his shield. And uh, that's his turn because he is riding this floating disc out. All right. And Son of then... a people mover in the airport away from battle. Yeah. And then finally, we've got Micah. Am I technically within melee range? Uh, yeah. You're okay. within five feet. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use my action to um, activate my obsidian flesh. So I sit there and I concentrate and just like my skin blackens and hardens, turns obsidian looking, which will actually give me a uh, bonus two to my AC and makes me immune for being prone and gives me bonus on dexterity saves. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to make an unarmed strike attack. If I hit with that, can I still use flurry of blows as well or no? No. Okay. Because flurry of blows is a bonus action. Action. Okay. So then I'm going to go ahead and attack with my bonus action. And I'm just going to smack this thing. And I am in stepping in front of, we just said Burgar. Big rear. Yeah. Big rear. Yeah. 19. 19 will hit. Or 8. Busted. Okay. All right. And that wraps up the first round. So that brings us back to the top of the order with Vaka. Oh, wait. What about Ferum? Oh, yeah. Ferum. I forgot about Ferum. I, I wrote him down way up here. Um, <laughs> Ferum is not going to venture any further into the acidic, squishy stuff. So mm-hmm. he he is instead going to uh, he's going to try and shoot at that thing again. That twenty one is going to hit. Oh, oh nice. nice! Yeah, for eleven points of piercing damage. Ooh. He it's gotten a little bit closer, so he is able to more reliably find a squishy spot and poke it. Hooray, squishy spot! The yeah. spice must flow. Oh, wait, shoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know what? I'm not going to be surprised if there's a sandworm in here somewhere, honestly. <laughs> I mean, it just won't surprise me. Tapeworm's pretty close. I mean, it is. All right. And he is going to tuck back in down the hallway a little bit as he reloads. And as he does, he notices that there is a little something-something going on back here. No. If you're clicking something, I don't know what you're clicking. It is on the very edge of the map. Yeah, you can see it. It is on the very edge of the map. Oh, Oh, that looks familiar. No, this one is much smaller. Oh, okay. You can't see it from where you are inside. No, No, I can't. Um, Sorry. Metagame. So, Oxley, Bangarang, and Ferrum. Ferrum points it out. There's this little, about two and a half, three foot diameter little goop that's popped up, and there is just very gently wisping almost like little bits of steam coming off of it. Uh-oh. And that is just sort of wafting off and hitting the membrane of the passageway and sort of dispersing into it. 
Looks like it's being absorbed into it. Otherwise, it is not approaching. It is just sitting there. I've 10 minutes passed since the macrophage battle. Yes. Um, yes. Okay. Then Spirit Guardians is down. Okay. I think we're at least 20 minutes in because there was a 10-minute ritual and then another 10-minute, most of another 10-minute ritual. Plus talking to Faerun. Faerun. Faerun, sorry. I'm terrible with names. Have I mentioned I'm terrible with names? Faerun. Faerun is a continent in Toril. <laughs> I, I mean, I did hear it as Faerun. Faerunba. Faerunba? Yes. All right. And it's, I mean, it's, it's not Faerun, the giant spellcasting wind socks beneath Anorak. Did we just not find a giant continent in the Tarrasque? Because yeah. I'm totally letting that roll. <laughs> Whole continent in the Tarrasque. It's a world eater. As long as it's not an incontinent Tarrasque, everything. Oh is my, well played. Oh well played. Well, it has been asleep for <laughs> a mean, very long time. <laughs> There's no telling what its guts are going to look like. You haven't gotten also, that far yet. If it's incontinent, that's probably going to help us exit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe we do want an incontinent Tarrasque. Maybe we do. <laughs> All right. It depends, or rather, we hope there's no depends. Go ahead. Those would be huge. I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, back on target. Farum points it out and he's like, I've not seen one of those before, but I don't like the look of it. Uh Uh-oh. Meanwhile, yeah. Vaka. Vaka, okay. I am, all right. What I want to do is attack it. Again, I'm used to third edition. So if I take a five foot step normally in third edition, that would not engender an attack of opportunity. As long as you stay within their threatened range. Okay. If you try to leave their threatened range, mm-hmm. then they get gotcha. leaving, leaving their threatened range is what triggers an attack of opportunity. Well, I want to be within five feet of my friends as they're leaving because I can kind of help them out with protection. I've got my shield, so I'm actually going to be using my battle axe, but the D8 version of my battle axe. I'm going to attack twice, but before that, it's going to take four points from the forceful personality because it's within 10 feet of me. And now I'm going to attack it. A 20 hopefully hits. 20 hits. All right, I'm going to go ahead and just attack it again, and then I'll... Oh, well, damage, 22 okay. hits as well. Okay, Okay. so here we go. Damage the first is only a seven, which is, yeah, I rolled more than a two. And then damage, oh my God. I think because I am plus four to hit, that that means I must have rolled a one or a two, which means I get to re-roll that one because of the other fighting style I've got. So let me re-roll that one. Um, great weapon fighting style only affects whenever you're wielding it two-handed. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Yes. Okay, then never mind. I do seven and six. Um, it already took, total. And it did the forceful personality. I'm trying to see if I've got anything as a bonus action. Uh, not that I'm aware of, so let's move on. Okay. All right. And that brings us next to Oxley. Okay. <clears throat> the tensor's floating disc would try to get 20 feet closer to me, or 10 feet closer to me, within 20 feet. Okay. So moving it to about there. Mm-hmm. And, and and that is technically still in the threatened range, so it is not going to provoke. Right. I am going to toll the dead since it has taken damage. Okay. Needs to make so a wisdom, wisdom save. save. Is it a wisdom save or a con save? It is a wisdom save. Wisdom save. All right. Well, that's good for you. Wrong spell. Yeah. Yeah, that's a no. <laughs> With a four. <laughs> wow, yeah. It's a minus three on a wisdom save. Nice. So what's the damage on it? Uh, is it telling me? Oh, 12. 
2d12. There we go. Yeah. Let's roll 2d12. Points of damage. Nice. Necrotic. Hold on. Okay. Did this thing come out of the juice, or did it just kind of... It came through... There's a small hole in the membrane here that leads to presumably another area of the organ, and it slithered through that. Is it touching the acid or anything like that? It is swimming through, yes. Okay, so that was my... Uh, okay, good. So it's most likely immune to acid of some sort, or at least this acid. In that case, also, I'm going to move... Now, does Tensor's floating disc move just as a basic function of it? Yeah, it just it just or do follows you have to me. command it. Nope, it just follows me within twenty feet. So if okay. I move, it moves. Okay. So I'm gonna move in Bangarang's square, which I can do. Okay. And that will move the actual. It's still technically within twenty feet. Five, ten, fifteen. Oh, it is. Yep. So then I would have moved within the drow's thing, so that it would move. Basically, I'm trying to get it to move here so they can jump off. Okay. Well, that is going to move it outside of its reach, and so it is going to make an attack of opportunity against Micah. Okay. Uh, and I can't help there because you're not within five feet of it me. Doesn't uh, it doesn't matter. 13 isn't going to hit it. Okay. All good. right. Very good turn there, Oxley. Yeah. Nicely done. Now it's the worm's turn. And so turns. it's really unhappy that this one crunchy one is really hitting it hard. So it's going to attempt to bite you, Vaka. Okay. I think that hits with the 28. It does. Ouch. All right. So you take 25 points of piercing damage. Howie. And you I are, go down. <laughs> and you are grappled. Oh, no. Oh, crap. Okay. Sorry, guys. I was trying to cover your escape, and <laughs> now I'm part of the problem. And so... Now that it has you in its mandibles or its mm-hmm. proboscis or whatever sort of mouthy mouth parts it has, mm-hmm. it's going to lash out with its tail at the bear. I think a 22 is probably going to hit. Let me see. Uh, yeah, yeah, it does. All right, so that is going to be 22 points of bludgeoning damage. Oof. And then it's going to attempt to constrict the bear with a natural 20. Oh. And uh, wow. What's it? So that is going to be... See, I'm just going to roll 3d8 on top of the average damage. So six on top of the, the normal damage. So that would be 25 points of bludgeoning damage. There is no more bear. There is no more bear. Okay, so the bear is not also grappled. Make sure that I'm grabbing the bear and not Vaka. The bear goes poof. Boo. Bear right. has served its purpose as a damage sponge. It has... Okay, and then the worm is going to move back over this away, and it is going to carry Vaka along with it. Oh, that's convenient. Yeah, that's part of being grappled. And so that is the worm's turn, Bangarang. You're up. <laughs> that's how I feel about that. Do do do. All right, Bangarang is going to panic a little bit and uh, cast Beacon of Hope. Okay. So that all of your healing spells automatically heal max. Everyone else has advantage on wisdom saving throws and death saving throws. Thank you. Nice. Yep. It may come up. Yep. <laughs> That's why I'm like, ah, okay. So I'm concentrating on that for a minute and hopefully we finish this sooner rather than later and I'll just heal everyone within the beacon of hope aura. Okay. Yeah, that's my turn. I'm gonna like look back at the microphage and there's like, nope, I just tapeworm is what we're focusing on. Okay. Good God. 
All right, in that case, next up is Begrir, our dwarven friend, and he's going to attempt the uh, Sacred Flame again, which is another flat roll. A 13, it does not succeed on its saving throw. So that will be 2d8 radiant damage. Ooh, that's a much better one. Nice. Oh, nice. So he pops it in the nose or in the face area or a little away from the face area to make sure he doesn't hit Vaka. Oh, thanks. For 12 points of radiant damage. And he's also saying, if we kill it, I want my Warhammer back. And that's his turn. All right. Which means Micah, it no, is your turn. I do apologize. I played my last turn slightly incorrectly. I'm going to fix that here in a second. Um, at level five or six, I forget which, I did get a second attack action. So I have two attack actions. Does that mean I get two bonus actions as well? You get two attacks as an action. An action and then one bonus action. When you take the attack action, you make two attacks instead of one. Okay. So I am definitely doing that. I'm going to go ahead and do my two attacks. Yeah. You did not do it wrong last turn because you used your action to cast Obsidian Flesh. Perfect. So first attack. Nine is not going to hit. Second attack. Nine is not going to hit. Damn. And then I am going to use um, a key point for Flurry of Blows. Okay. And I'm also going to use a key point for Stunning Strike with my Flurry of Blows. You can wait until after you hit to spend the key point for Stunning Strike. Okay. Well, then I will use my bonus action for Flurry of Blows. The 20 will hit. For eight. Eight points. Okay. Um, We'll back up. Second strike. 20 will hit for 10 points. Okay. And then again, using the stunning strike. All right. So it has to make a constitution saving throw? Yes, constitution. No. It is stunned until the end of my next turn. That is so awesome. Yay. I don't believe that a stun is going to end the grapple, though. But it should help breaking it, though. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It would not end, but if Vecna do, or Vaka does anything to... <laughs> I certainly hope that's not Vecna. <laughs> if Vaka does anything to break it, again, DM call, but I, I wouldn't think they'd be able to react to... Well, it, it is a flat escape DC. Okay. Is... okay. I pull out my eye and put it on the end of my horn. <laughs> Okay. I mean, and that'll like be my turn. battle should be going pretty differently if Vecna is on our team. I know, seriously, I know. right? Right, yeah. All right. So that brings us They can us draw a pentagram to... somewhere. We can summon them. Yeah. That brings <laughs> us back to the top of the round. We need 10 minutes, and you know how this goes. We never get it 10 minutes. <laughs> so Ferrum is going to close on the little thing. He's like, I don't know what it is, but I don't want it here. So he's going to start with an attack with his main hand rapier. That's going to connect for nine piercing damage is not enough to drop it. Uh, Then he crits with the short sword for nine points of damage on that. And that's enough. Huzzah. That is enough to make that go away. Yay, poof. That is very good. All right. So I have a couple questions. I have a couple answers. Okay, good. Am I incapacitated or just grappled? You are grappled. Your your speed is zero and you cannot benefit from anything that would increase your speed. But I can take actions or reactions. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. Okay, that's cool. Thank you. So, first of all, it takes four points of damage (laughs) because of my forceful (laughs) personality. Yep. Just takes that off the top. And that doesn't drop it, sadly. Do I have to break the grapple before, or can I just attack it? You can attack it while grappled. Okay. I'll attack it while grappled. 
Can I... Who is with me? Is that the tensor's floating yes, disc still? Yeah. So and we... it's going to keep following the tensor's floating disc. Okay, last time I tried to protect y'all, it didn't do any good. So I'm going to go ahead and attack two-handed. Okay. Um, mainly just because of the way the movement is working. It's not going to help. Attack the first. And, and is not going to do it. Attack the second. 18 will, and because it's stunned, this is a crit. Ooh. Oh, very nice. Does that mean it's just max damage? How does that work? Um, We're going to do... Or does it do double damage? It's going to do 10 plus your modifier plus your roll. So whatever you roll, it's going to be plus 10 because you're using your battle axe two-handed. So it's... Oh, sorry. I rolled the wrong thing. That's a great number, though. I wish I... Okay, here we go. So 17. 17 damage. But I did it two-handed, so can I re-roll that? Because is it... it Hold on. Um, I'm plus. This is magical. So remember, I'm a total of yes, plus five. Yes. You, you rolled a two on the damage, so you can you can re-roll yeah. that. Yeah. I'm gonna re-roll it. Oh, gee whiz. <laughs> Hang on, one more time. No, you only get to re-roll once. Ah, oh, and I have to keep it. So that's six. Yep. Okay. So it so becomes sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Okay. And since you said I can take a reaction, that is not good. I am going to try to shove it with my horns. So I'm just kind of like button it with my head while I'm grappled and stuff. And I'm going to use um, hammering horns. It says it's got to be within five. Oh, never mind. It won't work. It's huge, right? It is huge. Okay. Yeah. It has uh, too many size categories of difference. Okay. So never mind. That's what I do. So, okay. That's still nice. I like crits. They're okay. Nice. Yeah. Thank you for stunning it, Micah. <laughs> All right, next is Oxley. All right, it's time to kill it with fire. Okay, so it, it looks rough. Good, I'm going to be even more rough to it. I'm going to hit it with a chaos bolt. Oh my. Okay. Yeah, chaos, woohoo. Just to let you guys see what that is. So allow me to make a delightful spell attack. A 20, 20 is going to hit. All nice. right. So that is 2d8 plus 1d6. I need to roll a d8 to see what kind of damage it is. Don't roll a one. Old damage. Yeah, we're going to freeze it to death. You get two D8, and you get to choose which of the two dice you're going to use for damage. Choose, choose one uh, of the two, D8s, the number rolled on that type. dice. Yeah, so you roll two D8s. If you rolled a one and a two, you have your choice between acid and cold. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So roll your second D8. So thunder. I think thunder would be nice. You think? Like boom. Yeah. Under thunder. All right. So two D8 first. Well, that was your 2d8. On hit, the target takes 2d8 plus 1d6 damage. And then you determine the damage type from the 2d8. Oh, I see. Okay, so you don't roll the dice and then roll the damage. Okay, so that yes. makes sense. So it takes 10 points of damage total. Plus d6. Plus the d6. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Not that the d6 is going to matter because it only has six hit points. It's five. Well, it's... So flavor this splat booking. So I kind of hum a cheery tune and it has kind of a FU sound to it as I hurl two lobs of spinning energy toward its way. One of them happens to be cold, fierce snowball, which strikes it. The other one happens to be just this malevolent hum as it strikes the creature and just basically bursts it. Chitin cracks. All right. I say uh, chill out. Right. Now, was that a sorcerer spell? Yes, it was. It was, in That's fact, wonderful. a sorcerer spell. So, Chaos boohoo. So, that is, in fact, a purely sorcerer spell. So give me a d20 roll for your wild magic. I would be <gasps> delighted to. Oh, I'm going to go into a science fiction so, universe. One, one, I'm two, oh, there it is. There's there we a go. Three. About time. So we get a wild magic surge. So 
I, I now need you to give me a D100 roll, please. I am far too excited about this. 32. Sandworm. 32. Sandworm. Are you now a All right. speaker? You become invisible. Poof. Exactly what I wanted. <laughs> okay. Very nice. So, so the tapeworm explodes. Vaka falls into the into the liquidy goop, and no. she Oxley is, is nowhere to be seen. I think she's on top of one of the hamstring things. Um. Yeah. yeah. Is she okay. Yeah. I mean, so she'll make a goop so, and a hamstring. This so, is so great. So I will ask you to make a dexterity saving throw to grab hold of it as you fall. Okay. To avoid bouncing off and falling into the goop. Oh, yeah. 20. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gracefully surf down. <laughs> Hello, guys. Did I miss anything? Lands like a superhero. Uh, so, uh. All right. Our so the big smoke coming out of like nowhere. You just see like a cigarette smoke and you hear as I'm slurping coffee. (laughs) Okay. I was wondering if you were like making sounds. That's awesome. It was like, wait, did they like disappear, disappear? Or are they just no no longer refracting light? (laughs) The detonation happened about two feet below where Vaka was being held onto. So Vaka, you still got this chunk of tapeworm that's sort of there. It hasn't retracted the pincers from the bite. So I it's still. Have you ever seen a hagfish where they've got that sucker mouth with all the little hooky things? Yeah, uh-huh. that's yeah, pretty so much that, what this is. That's still connected. Yeah, it is not actively chewing anymore, <laughs> but it is still connected. Do I happen to find I don't know like this the dwarf's like warhammer somewhere in this goop with me? Maybe with the arm still attached? <laughs> yeah, like found this arm. Just wave it around. Whee! There is nothing that close to the head. Um, if it is inside of this tapeworm, it is further inside of this tapeworm. Did any of you guys watch Double Dare growing up? Yeah. So like where you had to go in and they had that challenge at the end where they had like a reach in and find the flag and that dig through the nose. Yep. And they had all like the, the green pudding and muck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just things. Yeah. All right. So here we are. I'm just laughing at spell check, turning it into, because uh, I'm, I'm taking notes, to warm hammer. I'm like, no. It's a very warm Well, I mean, if it's inside a paper, it might be, yeah. It might be, yeah. Just some barm hammer. (laughs) Warm hammer, 40K. That's really warm. That's (laughs) right. All right, so yeah, we need a warm hammer or a war hammer, and we need, I could use some healing. And yeah, any of y'all want to come over to me within a minute so that I can cast healing on you with Beacon of Hope up? I'd prefer Cure Wounds just because it does more and I've got extra charges of it because of the prayer beads. And then we go in and start looking for a Warhammer. That's just my preferred order of operations. Can I? I don't know. I've got enough tapeworm maybe wrapped around me that I might not take acid damage on that ground. I don't know. Can I kind of... I'm just trying to figure out. I don't want to take more acid damage. Real I'm going to jump. I can jump 15 feet, right? That's not too terribly far for a jump in D&D, I don't believe. If you guys don't want to jump, I can literally just move. Well, I can jump and clear space off this disc. And the fact that that nobody's jumped off, like tried to jump over these green mucky areas. I'm going to do that whole cobule like meh, to everybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to point out that Oxley could just bring you over. You climb off. Oxley send the disc back, back. for Vaka. 
Do Did I know he... that Oxley's disappeared at this point? Oh yeah, you don't know where Oxley's at. Yeah, he... that's that's the whole thing. I'm like. I mean, if the disc <laughs> is still there, like yeah. no can see the wisp of smoke coming off of his invisible <laughs> cigarette and can hear him slurping <laughs> coffee, but there is neither hide nor hair of where Oxley actually happens to be. I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> where right. are the men when you need them? So you're going to jump off the disc and go into the doorway because we know because of smoke and coffee that Oxley is still here. Well, us. you know because... And there's it, a disc. The, the Come disc for is me, disc. There. Come to me. And it'll give you space. And then I'm going to like point because nobody else tried jumping over the dangerous goopy parts. And I'm like, jump. Wait, wait, wait. wait <laughs> I want to get out. Oh, or is the disc coming back for me? Yes. Well, the disc is a okay. 500 pound weight limit. That's true. Oh, I didn't know if Micah was going to jump off. That's fine. He's not going to jump off the disc. The, we're just going to like have kind of a bus, <laughs> right, a bus route a for ferry. the disc. So no, where? Yeah, yeah. So where is everybody going uh, immediately? Stay I mean, I guess the... I'll I'll step over here so people can get offloaded. I'm going to stay in the doorway. I'll ask. Micah, you are not in the hallway. No. <laughs> I forgot to add them to my character sheet, but I should have two regular healing potions. I want to hand one to this dwarf, and I'm going to whisper to him about the uh, Tarrasque drinking game, so he'll slam it down and then hopefully scream Tarrasque because, you know, drinking game and dwarf, so. Uh, Plus, he ask, probably needs some healing. Uh, I'll ask he, the cleric if he wants me to wait until we can possibly retrieve his arm to cast Cure Wounds. Like, at, at this point, I'm not sure that there's anything left to save. I mean... It swallowed me arm with the warhammer, and that was... Oh, it's been a while. Um, I'm not entirely sure. Time gets kind of fuzzy. Cool. Then uh, I will use one of my prayer beads to cast... Uh, ba -ba 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 max cure wounds. Okay. And that's going to be how much? Uh, it's cure wounds. And it's... So it's... Absolute ability. It, plus four? Uh, plus three. Plus three, so 11. Yep, and Beacon of Hope also will work on that healing potion. All right, so that's another 10. All right. And I will the, the bloody stump knits itself shut, so he's not bleeding out all over the place anymore. And I will hand my second potion to Vakna when she gets within range for that. Vakna? Yeah, I'm going to wait for yeah. that. You keep adding Vecna, letters. Vagner, yeah. Vakna, Vakna, Vakna. Okay. Lavash. Cool. I, well, thank you. You know, actually, I have a standard healing potion. So I could use one as well, because we all got two or one big, big one, right. right? Yeah. Okay. In other words, I want to—I want you to have one on you in case you need it later. Okay. I have two unused ones, so I will use one of mine. Uh, once I'm close enough, is the disc coming back for me? Do I get to the disc fairy? It will in a minute once Big Rear is able to clear off. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay. Beacon of Hope also but... has a 15-foot area of effect. Yeah. I'm still not quite close enough, though. Oh, it's a 30 feet area that... effect. Well, skirt. Oh, wait, you know what? I could move. I keep, okay, you know what it is? I keep looking at the blood and thinking, oh, don't step on the blood. <laughs> so I can move one more. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Sorry about yeah. that. Go ahead and drink your potion because. Okay, in that case. Something, something's about to happen. Oh, no. Lady Baca drinks it. Drinks potion. Oh, chug, chug, chug. Oh, wait. Okay. That's right. And gets 10 back. Okay, All I did right. it. And we send the disc back and get her over to us before the thing happens, or... Nope. I had a feeling. Because it had two rounds left to happen. Cool. I know. Da, da, da. They come out of the walls. But, in the walls. 
What are these three? Are they microphages? Is that what they're called? Nope. These are different. And Ferrum starts to freak out because apparently these are the things that tried to eat him. They mostly come out at night. Mostly. Mostly. Oh, freakish? They're a man-eater. Uh, <laughs> so I need... They mostly come out at night. Oxley, I need you to make a stealth check. So I have a DC that this thing has to meet to tell that you're there. Sure. I'm going to choose to reroll that one. That's much better. All right. Um, and I am invisible as well. Right. But it also has blindsight. Ah, good point. Well, I think means that it can see you regardless because it has blindsight. So it doesn't need its eyes to see. I think if it sees you are still hiding, then technically but it you're still, n- still works. It's weird. So the perception check would have been to find you if you were hiding, but you were not actively hiding. You're just invisible and standing there. Yeah. So in that case, it just would see me. Yeah. Okay. So in that case, we're going to have one attack Oxley, one attack Micah, and one attack Bangarang. Okay. So first, the one against Oxley. 16 versus AC. As a reaction, I cast shield. Add five. Okay. So that misses? Yes. So it lashes out, it kind of tries to glom onto you, and it hits this invisible wall of force about three inches off of you. You briefly see a hand. It's like, no. No, 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 not in my house. So, but that was casting a spell. Was it casting a spell? Oh, wait, no. Oxley cast a spell. Yeah, he cast shield, which breaks invisibility. Uh, Does it? Casting, Probably when you cast casting, an attack spell. Uh, casting a spell or uh, making an attack action, I think. I'll have fine. To double, I'll have to double check, but yeah. That's fine. I'll look it up. If, if it breaks the availability, it doesn't matter. They've got blinds and Yeah. 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 They'll find you. So all of a sudden he shows up. The spell ends oh, for wow, a totally right. or casts a spell. Oh, I am sure. slightly surprised. Then the one attacking Micah, 12 yeah. versus AC, I think that misses. Yeah. And then the one attack in Bangarang. 21 versus AC? 14. Yep. All right. So you take four points of acid damage, and this thing attaches itself to you. Cool. I will also need to roll concentration for Beacon of Hope, which I don't remember exactly how to do. It's a constitution saving throw. You have to hit 10 or half the damage. So you have to hit at least a 10 with a con save. Cool. Yeah, you got it. Awesome. Yay. All right. So while it is attached to you, your speed is reduced by 10 feet. Mm, that's no bueno. Suboptimal. All right. So we're just going to keep going in initiative order. I'm going to roll a quick initiative for them. They get to go at the absolute end of everything. Oh, wow. Huzzah. Go team. Yay. All right, so back to the top of the round with Ferrum. Ferrum is going to uh, lash out at the one that bounced off of Oxley's shield. Going to do rapier and then short sword if he needs to. Start with the rapier. Yeah, that definitely hits for 11 points of damage. Then the short sword also definitely hits for 7 points of damage. So he slices this one up pretty heavy. It hasn't gone away, but it's kind of rough. And that is going to be his turn. Because he's not hes not going to run away and leave you all to face these things by yourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a good so. chap. Yay! Uh, next up is Vaka. Vaka, you hear a commotion. 
You see something latch on to Bangarang, and that's about all that you got right now. All right. I am going to have to move to help my friends, but I'm also going to need a little more healing. So I'm going to lay on hands and uh, lay go on, on hands in there. is an action. But can you move? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. See, the, the problem is right now I can't get to them. Okay. I understand what you're saying. You can, you're saying I you cannot can reach, attack. You can reach from here. Uh-huh. Is the diagonal. Oh, so I could. Okay. You can reach the one that is glommed on to Bangarang. I can. Okay. So here's my confusion. I thought this is me. Isn't this me? This is you. Right. And if she's over here. You can move 10 feet to this space. Okay. And I'll take two points of acid. I'll write that down. Could she jump to the. Oh, never mind. Sorry. There's no place for her to land. Okay. Yeah. There's a disc in the way. So, Bangarang, how you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Okay. Like, I pissed um, it off, but... <laughs> Alright, so I guess I'm not healing this round. I guess I'm going to attack one. So okay. I will do that. Fine. Um, crap. Guys, I'm sorry. I just, I was planning to heal and that kind of derailed me. <laughs> oh, 22. Right. Hit. 22 will definitely hit the squish. Okay, 9 is the actual roll for the okay. damage. Alright, so is it still up? Is it, is it with your, with your axe? Yep. Okay. Yes, it is. All right. Then hit it again. I hope. Yeah, 15 will, 15 will do. All right. Takes 15. Oh. Oof. That was enough to drop it. Yeah. Woohoo. Good. All right. So there you go. I was going to ask if there was enough room for it to jump onto the disc, because there's only one person on the disc right now, where there was two of us before. But eh, again, moments passed. I didn't know. That never got discussed. Yeah. So, I mean, right. I was willing to jump on the disc, but um, it, don't worry about it. No, that's fine. It's, it's two points. I'm okay. All so right. Far. So, Oxley. So, this guy's been damaged, so I'm going to toll the dead. Okay. He needs to make uh, a DC. Wisdom save. 12. Cool. So, he takes 2d12. Very nice. Ah, only 5. You only had 4 hit points. That's good enough, then. Good enough for me. And as yep. a bonus action, I say, what's the word? Why, well, healing word is the word, and I heal word for Eddie Vaca. Okay. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. So that is going to be four plus your charisma modifier. What is your charisma modifier? Uh, My charisma modifier is plus four. Okay, so you heal eight points because you're in the beacon. Yay. Thank you so much, Oxley. Woohoo. How are you doing heal-wise? Me? Yeah. Um, I'm at 35. Didn't roll a D. I'm sorry. I didn't roll a D4. It's max because of beacon it's, hope. It's max. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Forgot. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. That's my action. That's my turn. That was strong. Healing words of bard spell, so no wild magic roll on that one. All right. Let's see here. Next one would have been the worm. The worm's dead. Bangarang. Uh, I'm going to, as a bonus action, use my necklace of prayer beads and cast cure wounds on Lady Vaca. Can you do that as a bonus action? Using the necklace, yes. Okay. I just looked it up. You must be wearing That's... the necklace. Each bead contains a spell that you can cast from it as a bonus action. Okay. So that's another 11 points of healing. Thank you. Nice. All right. Um, and then your action? Because I used an item to cast a spell, can I myself cast a spell? Sure. Yeah. Cool. Uh, da, 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 da. Use Sacred Flame on the macro phage that's there. Yeah, it, w- it wouldn't have mattered anyway because that is a cantrip, so. Eh. All right. Nope. <laughs> Bright light. So he takes six points. 
of radiant damage. Very good. All right. Or it takes. All right. So Big Rear is going to follow suit and also going to Sacred Flame it. And uh, yeah, it failed that one too. Mm-hmm. Isn't it Big Rear? <laughs> yeah, Big Rear. Oh, I, thought, R-I-R. I thought you said Big Rear. That's yeah, no, his name is Big Rear now. <laughs> I did too. I it, heard it as well. It wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. He uh, had a rough I... time through school, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, only if he wasn't in dwarven schools. Like, I feel like Big Rear is a very, like, standard dwarvish, like, yes. Don't <laughs> hammer. Big <laughs> Rear. <laughs> You've got some junk in that treasure chest. Yep. <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> It's more just like, yeah, we picked names and it was weird. And that was like 5,000 right. years ago. <laughs> All right. So, um, Micah, it is your this turn. This ample posterior um, kill it? <laughs> I'm just going to punch this thing in the face. Okay, you can try. 18 will hit it. Okay. Four nine. For nine. The punch doesn't look like it does as much damage as you would expect it to, but okay. it's still enough to pop it. Okay. Pop to pop a fresh dough. Hi, I'm glad. Look at us. I'm taking... And also, right. because of its ability, corrosive membrane, you take four points of acid damage. Oh, jeez! Oh, Good job, totally everyone. Now get the hell out of the spleen. <laughs> Not the spleen! But yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Yes, please. <laughs> let's nobody nope nope. Nope it right out. Oof. I, I, I suppose I could get another hammer. I mean, yeah, the paladin almost went down. I, it, it's, let's tell. Yeah, it's time to move on. The sword wasn't there. Bad place. All right. We'll have Maureen replace it for you. That's right. She can send in another party after that one. Yeah. She literally (laughs) picked up a tower and tossed it at the Tarrasque. She can replace your hammer. So your friend uh, Maureen seems very powerful. Oh, she's not my friend. She's just my boss. Okay. I'm starting to talk up Big Rear about maybe like... A hammer hand made of mithril. I have it all big and shiny, carved dwarven runes. I'm like, I'm really building this up. It becomes his focus. Yeah. I'm starting to sense a common theme. Yeah. You guys guys sensing this theme? Where, like, nobody likes the wizard? Yeah. I mean, wizards fill me with hope. Wizards at the best are neurosurgeons or grad students. Like, they're either paid too much or not nearly enough. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's, it's saying, not, I'm not going to argue really that. Turn this artifact to this crazy wizard that nobody likes. I think we get what we came for, but then we need to find out the motivations behind this. It should go back to its owner. It should get very far away from the Tarrasque, as it is apparently the power source of the Tarrasque existing. And then we sell it to the highest bidder. I would rather sell it to a university. It should go back to its owner. Its owner is dead. Then it's heirs, next of kin. There are let's proprietary laws? Yeah, let's go get it first. Let's Then we'll worry about this later. Okay. For a modest fee, we can obviously return it to them. That is fair. Business fees, business expenses, I can get along with that. Okay, so here we are. Noticing that that wizard's awfully powerful. Anyway. <laughs> What's it going to do? Stick us back in a Tarrasque? <laughs> I mean, maybe? <laughs> We're getting t-shirts made that said, been there, done that. <laughs> There need to be like little acid holes in the t-shirt though, just to kind of reflect where we have been. Yes. Oh, bad memories with that one. Okay. I had a lab incident in my youth and I literally watched uh, acid eat the shirt off a French chest. It was quite an interesting moment. Oh gosh. (laughs) Were they okay? Yeah. Long story. Next break. I'll explain. But yeah, it's quite the story. All right. So we've gotten out of the pancreas. 
Oh, that's where we were. Okay. We should have kicked it. We could have made this trust diabetic and give it the beatus. That's Diabetes. not how any of that works, but... <laughs> so, this way, the branch to the left was no good. So you still have the branch to the right and the branch going south. Yep. Which, which way are you wanting to explore? Because we south. had the sword there. Mm-hmm. Sword is down in this general direction. Let's go south. Okay. okay. I'm into it. Hey. Okay, does that mean left or... <laughs> Oh, I thought it was down. I'm sorry. I thought south was down. South is and down, can... yes. This way would be to the south. Go down. Down where? Where is the universe, Jack? <laughs> it's turtles all the way down. Okay. Let me... Hey, how is everybody doing healing-wise? I am... A little squishy, but not too bad. I'm at 28 of 58. Ooh, that's not good. Um, why don't I use a first level healing on you, or cure on you? Um, can I have done that before Bangarang's thing goes down? Yeah, I think uh, it's up for 10 minutes, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, okay. it's up for a minute. Oh, it's up for a minute? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, that's why I was worried about getting Lady Vaca. Combat over. only lasted for a round and a half the second yeah. time around. So yeah, I'd say you still have a couple of rounds of that being up. If you wanted to do okay. that before we If you start, wanted to do that before all of the conversation happened. By the way, yeah, I do. floating behind me, 20 feet behind me for the next hour. Oh my. You get 12 back, Micah. Excellent, thank you. Do we want You're to leave the dwarf up there? That puts me at a solid 40, I like it. Okay, cool. 40 hit points to freedom. Oh wait, wrong song. Do we make the cleric get off or do we let them ride the disc? You can ride shotgun. It's good. 30 yeah. feet behind us. not hurting me. I don't concentrate on it. It literally just follows me around. All right, man. Let me drag you guys across. Ta-da. Oh, that looks terrible. It looks like an ear canal. Like a colon. It looks squamous. So this putrid chamber takes on the rough shape of a 35-foot square. A whirlwind of air, acid, and fire at the center of the chamber make it seem almost impossible to cross through unscathed. I see a lot of nope in my future for this. Yeah, I want to go nope on that one too. So it's air, acid, and what's the third thing? Fire. Fire. Dear Lord. Three of the four humors. (laughs) Well done. Well done. Really? Yeah. If anybody wants to make a nature or medicine check to try and figure out what this thing is. Yeah. Yeah. Just out of sheer curiosity. Wait, so isn't poop the fourth one? I mean, technically, phlegm is one. Bile. Oh, okay. It's phlegm, yeah. bile, it's blood. It's 23, blood. not 22. And then black. And black bile? Black bile is poop. Black bile, yellow bile, phlegm, and uh, blood, I think. Yeah, because when someone's feeling sanguine. Yeah. So, Oxley, yeah. Um, yeah. It's appropriate because you mentioned it earlier. This is the duodenum. Duodenum. Duodenum, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we want to get into the intestines, folks, this is how we have to pass it. Pardon the pun. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Mm. We've all fallen in acid. We just need to wait for the timing out, the falling bricks and the fire jets, and it'll be fine. Let's look at the other passage. Just in case. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, is there a northwest passage? Yeah, let's gander upon our ox. We will gander. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I will... I don't like this place. I don't want to do that. I don't like any of this place. Uh, I just want to be out. I do too. I'm I mean, like, forget the let's for... It just would take a, while, a few minutes. But I could get us through there unscathed. What all would you do? Give some resistance? I've got, to, I've got, you know, I've got a couple of songs that I could sing up that could fix all of this. 
heartburn, indigestion, autosomic. Oh, wait, that's the wrong song. Yay, Pepto Bismol. <laughs> Fabricate Pepto Bismol. All At this the way. point, they should pay us for advertising. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. This episode is not sponsored by Pepto Bismol. <laughs> all right, so this is the other way. You are not already in. We're just looking at it. So going this way. And I'll roll a medicine check on this one, too, just to... So this huge chamber looks as if it's seen better days. The fleshy ground below you crunches as you walk. Bits of dried cells flake off and kick up dust. Some sort of fungus grows over everything. There are two exits. Both are next to each other. Mm. So there's this one here where you would come in, and then there's this one here where you would go out. What might this thing be? Yeah. So yeah, you can tell from just the look of it, this is the liver. So it's got psoriasis? So, this, uh, so the Taurus is a heavy drinker? It's got yeah, a... Yeah, that's just what I was thinking. Fungus infection. It's... Yeah, it's just generally not doing well with the regular consumption of all things magical. Fair enough. That's a lot to ask for the liver. We just have to wait for the Taurus um, to... For jaundice to set in and it just... Yeah. And another thing to point out is that from this exit... There is a faint green glow emanating from that exit. Oh, damn it. I do we, like glowing lights. I do have to investigate glowing things, I think. Yeah, that's... I am See, like a certain death or glowing green thing? Hmm. I vote glowing green thing. So is somebody going to go over there and investigate? Or what's going to go on? I will poke my head in. Okay. So and where... will investigate... Investigation or perception? First, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Of course. It's hey, low. Look. It's one of the ones I'm not proficient. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not going to affect you. Um, I think you actually would have gotten advantage on it anyway because it's a poison. Okay. But yeah, so there's this cloud of particulate that just stirs up as you walk across it and it smells terrible and it kind of dries out your mouth and it's thoroughly unpleasant. I kind of like hold my arm up over my nose and mouth while I'm kind of like... Yeah, you sort of retrofit sort of a makeshift mask right, to keep the junk out. I see him do that. I stick the bag back over my head. <laughs> the Kroger bag? <laughs> well, how, you got about 45 minutes left on that, just judging off of unless you took it off earlier. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I'd have taken it off like when we got in. At this point, my stone skin, my obsidian flesh would have dissipated, so I am yeah. back to normal. And then I'm going to go ahead and roll a perception check to kind of okay. get a better feel of what is not. Um, just generally speaking, there's nothing else out here. It is just the crusty nature of the outside of this liver. That's the only hazard here. Am I getting any further hint about said green glowing light? Are you going into the green glowing light? I am looking towards its direction. Don't go towards the light. I mean, from where you are, I need you to move your character so I know where you're going. Oh, okay, I just pulled off. So yeah, I would be about here, I think. Okay. Yeah, with the S-band in this duct, you're not really able to see into there. Okay. Um, at, at present. I am fairly drawn to this thing, so I am very much inclined to follow in towards it unless someone convinces me otherwise. Could I make a medicine check just to, like, nail down what is wrong with this liver? Yeah. A.K.A. if uh, lesser restoration would help in any way. Um, you don't want to heal the Tarrasque. <laughs> I mean, I will if it removes a hazard from us. Ah, uh, granted. 
I mean, that seems legit. Yeah, that's reasonable. Given your limited knowledge of the stories of the Tarrasque, um, actually make a history check. <laughs> yeah, maybe it might work. Um, you tell us about your concerns because maybe we can make history checks. Yeah, if you vocalize this to the party. Yeah, like I'm just going to like signing as I'm like thinking. It's like, no, nope. <laughs> Maka doesn't. knows nothing about the like I grew up on a farm. Uh, raised goats. I know that like fungus can do some weird shit. Micah. So Micah just. I've got a negative one to my intel score, and I freaking rolled a twenty-one. What mm-hmm. the hell? It's so well, great. apparently you're That's proficient awesome. in history. Yeah, because you have a plus two to history. Yeah. So yeah, the story of the Tarasque is a story that you loved growing up. Okay. You know all about the Tarasque, which is why you were kind of excited about the whole prospect of getting to go inside of one. You know from the stories that the Tarasque is notoriously resistant to magical effects, resistant to spells. Okay. So any magical healing would probably be difficult. I mean, granted, in the stories, they're not trying to heal the Tarasque, they're trying to kill the Tarasque. But all of the stories tell of all of the trouble that they have with their magic trying to actually make spells work on the Tarrasque. Okay. And you can relate that if you wish. I'm trying to figure out um, how to do this properly within character. Um, while you're thinking about that, okay. bangering with that 18 medicine check, if this is a normal malady, a lesser restoration would probably clear it up. However, nothing in here has been normal so far. Fair enough. I'm going to relay back. If, if you can't bang a Tarrasque up with magic, you probably can't help it with magic either. Let me get this straight. This unkillable force of nature that stomps through and devours everything in its path is going to be killed by a few nights of hard drinking. Well, by nights of hard drinking, if you mean eating a whole halfling distillery every other day. For a couple hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, look, if I woke up grumpy, Popping through, everyone's trying to kill me. I probably could use a drink at the end of the evening, too. Yeah. Okay. So, Micah, are you going to continue down the tube to investigate? Yeah, no one has properly persuaded me. So, yeah, I'm going to move at least to here. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to roll my perception again. All right. Just give me a minute. This is going to end so poorly. Can I ask the two gentleman from the party that found the sword? Like, hey, did the sword glow at all? Uh, not that I can remember. The blight sword did not glow. No. I'm kind of walking toward this, like, if you ever go, like, past an arcade with, like, a five or six-year-old, and then just kind of, like, slowly gravitate that direction, that's kind of what I'm doing towards these elites. <laughs> Alright. Let's see here if I can get this to overlay. Oh my. That oh, is... Wow generally what you see. That is an angry gallbladder, but I would not know that. <laughs> I'm worried about You are correct. That is an angry gallbladder and you are also correct that no, you do not know that. <laughs> but yes, that is what you see. This room radiates bright green and white light. It would almost be beautiful if it wasn't so awful smelling. Almost like, do I need a Geiger counter? <laughs> you haven't actually entered it yet, so... Fair enough. I am drawn to it. I am looking at it. Does it look like 
again, with my perception score that I rolled, do I think that sword is in here or anything that might lead to say the sword is in there? Because it's very pretty, but sword first, then check mm-hmm. bits. You see nothing in there. All that you see is light and mucus. I am transfixed. I am very, very, very curious, but there is no sword. So I'm going to go back to the party and say no sword. No sword. So th- that skeleton there isn't there? What skeleton? Skelly man. Second. I didn't. On the map. Uh, oh, I didn't even notice that skelly man there. Skelly man's. Part of the imagery. That was that was part of the art. There's nothing. There's nothing in my notes that says that there's a skelly man in there. That's oh. just a gallstone. Weirdly shaped gallstone. Yeah, so <laughs> that's a skelly man. Great. Yep. Nope. Just wanted right. to check. At this point, it sounds like the only way to continue through is going to be going through the duodenum. Uh. So in that case, we are going to wrap up for the night. We'll start next time with figuring out how we're going to get through that. Thank you for listening to this special episode of Undercommon Taste. We've been playing the Tarask Task of Maureen Trask, an adventure written by DM Dave and released by Tabletop Audio. You can find it on their Patreon, patreon.com slash tabletopaudio, or by following the link in the show notes. All additional audio also provided by Tabletop Audio. Our players have been James Daly playing Micah, Hannah Miller playing Bangarang, Eric Holden playing Oxley, and Mary Kroll playing Vaka. And I'm Ian Woodworth, your DM. Stay safe, everyone, and we'll see you all on the next episode.